Okay, are you ready? Uh, nope. Howdy folks and welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. Today, oh wait, no, my name is Blue and I love to read. Justin, your turn. Uh, my name's Justin. I am still texting my mom. And he does not like to read. Today we're going to be going over The Hunger Games Part 2 and today is our official episode 30. Justin, it's episode 30. Woo! That means our podcast is 30 years old. It, it, we it's only released- five years away from... Uh, running being, for president. Yeah, being able to be. So we've one episode a year. <laughs> yep. That way, you know, we keep the reading levels light for me. Who yeah. You're sort of seven read. days apart, right? It, from what I know. Yeah. Do you know differently? I'm pretty sure years are seven days apart. That sounds about right. I mean, dog years. Right? Yeah. Right? That's what we calculate. That's our podcast is aged in dog years. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's episode 30, which is almost like, I think that's half a year. Almost half a year we've been recording. Damn. Which we did do we two have no episodes. Fucking followers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel bad. We did do um, two episodes a week for a little bit there. That's true. Oh, your desk is so ratty. Fuck sorry. you. I'm sorry. I love your desk. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 30. Um, thank you to everyone who's here. We love you. Um, I do want to say follow us on the TikTok or just glance at us on the TikTok. Justin won't follow us because he, uh, doesn't want to ruin his algorithm. My algorithm is perfect right now. I know. I'm getting so many weird Russian ladies right now. I can't fuck it up. (laughs) So if you guys want to be better than my husband, (laughs) please go like our TikToks. I'll make a different account and follow on that one. That'd be great, babe. I'd be really appreciative of that. And then I'll make like 50 different accounts and follow them. Aw, for me? Yeah. Thanks. Um, Are you ready to hop into the Hunger Games? I'm so ready. Just hop into this shit. Okay, you tell me what happened last time. Come on, you know the Hunger Games. Yeah, but I don't know where we left off. Chapter 5. That did not help me. I volunteer's tribute! Oh, okay. Oh, well, not we've a little bit further than that. Um, She just got to the Capitol and was like, was she lit on fire? Yeah, she was lit on fire already. And was not naked. No. And covered with coal dust. Oh, see, you remember very specific details. Very specific, specific details, yeah. So the line is, Katniss Everdeen, the girl who was on fire. Really jarbled in the mouth right there. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's better read. Say that really fast. Katniss Everdeen, the girl who was on fire. I re- I've read it like 10 times okay. now. I'm going to take a drink. Okay. So this is the part of the podcast where Blue fucking silent chugs. Blue, stop. I got you in Matt for a reason. <laughs> I know. Last episode, if you heard a big fucking bonk. I'm, hu- I'm thirsty. A big bonk in the middle of the episode. It was Blue drinking and slamming her cup on the table and that was as quiet as i could get it <laughs> justin's like thinks that i shouldn't sip any of my water during the podcast because it makes it, sound y- you you make the bad mouth sounds i do not you do is the thing and your cups make so much noise my cup does make noise but i'm thirsty i'm a thirsty girl <laughs> okay so that's where we were last time around um are you ready to get started Hell yeah. So in the spirit of honesty, we did record a little bit of this and then go, we're tired, and then go bed. Yeah. But we got 20 minutes in and we only got to halfway through this chapter. So I'm thinking we're in a better space right now. Yeah, we're going to speed through this bitch. (laughs) Well, I don't know if speed through this bitch, but I got my seltzy, lime flavored, and not days old. What are you drinking? That sounded like it was days old. No, I just cracked it. You heard it. It's fuzzy still. Listen. No, that is Didn't not pick up. no way that's picking up what's you what are you drinking uh a cider boys strawberry magic what about cider girls or no. or adult men nope <laughs> and adult, okay just boys chapter boys. six so she gets to the tribute tower and she's like ecstatic to write katniss gets is that to the, the is that the tower where the tributes are <sighs> no it's actually one of the old twin towers oh blue from 9 11 we can't We've already made our allotment of this week, of no, the we end haven't. of this year. Uh-uh. This is- our podcast is 30. She deserves one. She was alive for 9-11. She wasn't. So it's, yeah, where they keep all the tributes. <laughs> and um, she, like, is like, holy crap, I want to write that again and again. But she's, like, refusing to ask Effie because she doesn't want to be childish. Um, 
And she's surprised that Effie's job didn't stop when, like, they were at the trains. What? You have a look on your yeah, face. Yeah. Is the elevator one of those, like, outside elevators? Do well, you know those? Where it's, like, stuck to the side of the building and oh, it goes yeah. up and down? Like in that uh, Captain America scene? Yeah. Those, no. I hate those. Okay. Those are spooky. Those are spooky. I'm I'm, the, I'm very afraid of heights. Where, where, where the elevator part at in that? In the inside part. On the side part? I don't know. I'm not an engineer. Thank God. Where's the elevator part? Where's the where? How go up? How go up and down? I don't see a little man cranking anything. <laughs> Where's the little man? Show me the little man. Get the little man out here. Get the little elevator man out. But she, Effie's like still vibing with them, and she's like the exact opposite of Hamish. But she's just, like, super excited. She's like, I've been talking the pair of you up to anybody who will listen, trying to get you guys sponsor deals. And she's like, even though I can't solidify them, I've been talking to anybody who's anybody. That's how Effie talks. What do the sponsor deals do? So when they're in the arena, sponsor, like, if they're, like, suffering, the sponsors can, like, group together and pay to have something sent to them. Mm. And it's, like, that shit crazy amount of money. Like, Bezos-level money. that. But, like, everybody in the capital has, like, a shit ton of money. Yeah. Especially compared to the districts. Yeah. It's not like in, like, real life where, you know, 1% controls 99% of the Mm -hmm. wealth. No. See, it's not like that at all because there's 12 districts, so it's 1 12th of the... No, no, no. 1 13th of the group has all the money. So it's not 1%. It's 1 13th. It's a bigger percentage. It's a bigger percentage. Okay. They probably have more population in the capital since, you know, their young aren't getting murdered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Crazy. But um, Katniss goes into her room and it's like her whole fucking house. It's huge. She's mystified by the shower. She's never had one before. Like a shower. Shower. She's bathed, but they've never had a shower. Nasty girl. (laughs) I want an ancient man. That's how I feel like Katniss is. Except for she goes, I want a dead man. A dead man? Yeah, because she doesn't like people. Oh, okay. Because she's a Taurus. If you're a Taurus... necrophilia. Um, oh, what was that? What? If you're a Taurus, I do apologize, but I am a Gemini, and that should be enough of a discussion there. Okay, find us at... This is our address. Don't even play that game, And come bro. fight, Blue, if you're a Taurus. Uh, my hip hurts. She will take you out. I will. No. <laughs> Um, she puts her hand in a little box that untangles her hair for her, which would be so fucking fun. And at dinner time, the stylist joined them, which she's like, thank fucking God, because this will chill Effie and Hamish out. And yeah. she's like, they're fucking insane. She tries wine at dinner, but it makes her head all fuzzy, which like, yeah. Yeah. If you've never had alcohol before, I bet that would do Let that. Let alone like, I mean, our alcohol is 13%. I can't imagine. Or wine generally is like 13 to 16%. Can't imagine what the capital percentage yeah. is. She's being waited on hand and foot by these young folks in white tunics. And she Why are lo- they only using their hands and feet? They don't have any torsos. That was a funny joke, Blue. <laughs> I love you. Um, and she's like, hey, does this cake have alcohol? Because it's on fire and she didn't want any more alcohol. And she's like, oh, I recognize you. Um, it's a woman, girl with dark red hair, white skin, and Katniss's body starts like physically reacting with anxiety and guilt but the adults are like um Katniss how do you know an AVOX she's like what's an AVOX they're like an AVOX is somebody who commits a crime like this woman's a traitor she doesn't even have a tongue we're not even allowed to speak to them unless we're giving them orders which is pretty fucked up yeah you know slavery is pretty but it's like double slavery hey um controversial opinion (laughs) slavery kind of messed up well babe you can't say that nowadays (laughs) (laughs) what are you the anti-kanye yeah (laughs) um but Peta bails her out of this and he's like oh my god katniss i was totally thinking how much she looked like this kid debbie something debbie cartwright i think from our district she looks just like her and everyone's like you don't know her that must be thank you Peta." and katniss is like omg thanks Peta." but Peta's clearly like the kid that he's she, a fucking liar yeah and she's scared about how quickly and easily he can lie but like this girl looks absolutely nothing like debbie so he she knows he's kind of on the same page like what the fuck's going on yeah and they get dismissed um and Peter's like kind of wants an explanation they're talking in like not code but like are you okay and they're like 
like hinting that they like know everything's being recorded. So like this secret she has is eating her up and he wants to tell she, she wants to tell him, but she's scared of the recording. So Peta takes her up to the roof, which is um, you know, windy wind chimes. You can't really hear much. A roof. A roof. Ex- babe, how did you know? Well, you said a roof and then I pictured a roof. Yeah. And, and then, then I, the wind chimes and, and the wind. And then I said a roof. Oh my god. And you said you don't even read? Yeah. Wow. You're crazy. Pretty smart, ain't it? <laughs> um, they kind of talk a little bit, like, you know, still, like, a little bit in code, but she's like, we could just fucking jump from the roof. And he's like, no, we can't. Like, there's there's an electric field that'll just, like, push you back on the roof. She's like, ah, oh, they're always so worried about our safety. But then, you know, they sit and she tells the story. And she's like, Gail and I were in the woods hunting one day, and we were under, like, a rocky outcrop. When we see this girl and a boy just absolutely, like, fucking bolting. And well, they were fucking? Out of nowhere, the birds stop chirping, and then one goes, like, it, it goes beep. It says a bird noise. I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> but it was a warning call. And out of nowhere, a hovercraft appeared and picks up the girl in a net and shoots the boy with a spear, and he clearly passes away. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, Peter, that's hor- or Katniss, that's horrible. Like, did the girl notice you? And she's like, no, I don't think so. But she knows that she's lying because the girl had, in fact, locked eyes with Katniss and screamed for help. You there, you, Katniss! <laughs> and Katniss is like, no, they didn't see me! Katniss! Katniss, help! She's kind of shivering with, like, anxiety and cold. So Peter gives her his jacket and kindness, which, again, pisses her off because he is just a genuinely kind person. And she can't, like, understand. She's like, what's the give and take? Mm -hmm. What happens if they do commit suicide before the games? Any contestant? They pick a new one. Okay. Yeah, so. I mean, most of the, like, previous kids from District 12 who know they're not going to survive... They just, like, live in luxury for two weeks. Like, they eat real food, kind of knowing they're just going to die. I'm sure there have been lives taken early, but... Yeah. That's a just step off the platform type shit and don't let them have their fun with you. Yeah. Which is kind of PETA talks about that later. Uh, Not the step off the platform, but them, like, trying to do the best to not have them have fun with him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, she surmises they were from the Capitol, just based on their look. And she has no idea where they were running from, because District 13 is just ashes and toxic bits from the war. And we kind of talked about this the first time around, but, like, remember how they're in, like, the Capitol's in Colorado-ish, Nevada, that yeah, space? Yeah. And they're up in up here in the boondocks in the Appalachia in Kentucky yeah. and Ohio. That's, That's a lot. Miles, yeah. And how are you going to ca- cross the fucking Mississippi? Yeah. Like, swim. I can't see. No, can you imagine? Like the Mississippi is like a mile long, mile wide in some places. Yeah. And she's got currents like nobody's business. It's my business. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. You keep acting like it's nobody's business. It's my. It's it's in fact my my motherfucking business. Um. Anyways. Well, the currents wouldn't really matter. Because it, it's just going to push you further downstream. But are but, we going to act like they can actually swim properly? Yeah, but all you're trying to do is get across. Okay. It doesn't matter wh- how far downstream you get. Yeah, but if you're swimming with, like, two people in a group, it wouldn't be great to get separated. I think it'd be pretty easy and to And if stay, you couldn't swim properly, yeah. you would drown. No matter what the currents were like. Yeah. If you had a mile to cross, even half a mile... You can find a floaty. Get this a isn't pool. like now where there's just houses no, on the no. side. Get a pool floaty. Kick across. You're wrong. No, I think I'm right. <laughs> Which in this one book called Partials I've read, they cross the Mississippi after like another dystopia. But this like the Mississippi is not the Mississippi we know because it's not taken care of. Yeah. And if you don't know, like, the Mississippi takes a lot of love to keep her the way she is. Mm-hmm. A lot of human involvement. And they, when they get to the, like, the description of it, I'll have to read it to you someday. It's just, like, 
Is, it, he, is it yucky? It made me scared of the Mississippi. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And I don't like rivers anymore because of river monsters. So. Yeah. And my papa, Jeremy Wade. <laughs> okay. Um, Peter just keeps covering and talking about things. And he's like, oh, are you and Gail cousins? She's like, no, we're not related. And she realizes at this point that he lies like really well. And she kind of wants to hurt him a little bit because she's an asshole. A yeah. 16 year old asshole. A masochist. <laughs> and she's like, your father came to visit me. And he's like, oh, okay. cool. All right. Awesome. And he's like, I think uh, that our parents were f- like my your mom was friends with my dad when they were kids. And she's like, OK, it didn't hurt him. <laughs> it yeah. didn't work. But they separate. And as she goes into her room, she means to tell the girl that she is sorry, but she knows she can't. So she just gives her more orders and she feels her eyes on her. And she's like, I wonder if she'll enjoy watching me die, which maybe. But I can't imagine anybody's like, once you had your tongue cut out by the group that's killing small children. I can't imagine you'd be excited to watch somebody pass from that. I don't know. Do you know when you're like. Definitely less extreme, but, like, when you're in traffic and someone's, like, an asshole to you and they get pulled over. Yeah. It's kind of that. It's, like, you don't have any power in this situation, so why not take the joy where you can? Ugh. Yeah. Sorry, my <laughs> drink is gross. Um, See, the thing is about seltzer and blue, blue doesn't like it. Mm-mm. But that's the only thing you drink. They don't have a lot of calories. <laughs> And the alcohol percentage is low. And if you get the bubbles out, it doesn't fill your tummy up. Big brain. Big brain. All right. Chapter seven. Um, Her dreams are filled with just like absolute horror. And she wakes up scared and realizes she's bit through her cheek, like bit into her cheek at night and her mouth is all bloody. Ouch. Um, But today is the first day of training day. And her outfit is by the door. It's just like a regular outfit with pants, a long shirt and shoes. And she eats, and she's just, like, thinking, she's like, it has only been two fucking days since I left the district. Yeah. She's like, that's fucking insane. Um, And then Peta and Haymitch arrive, and Katniss is kind of peeved to see that he's wearing, like, Peta's wearing the same outfit as her. They're doing, like, this whole twins vibe thing. like Twinning. Like, my district doesn't hate each other. And she, like, she would, like, have said something, but she's like, I trust... Sina, I don't really trust Haymitch, but I'm just gonna, like, go fine. And I wrote in my notes, like, she's such a fucking brat. Why wouldn't you trust Haymitch, though? Because Haymitch is one of those people that shows, like, I don't care about you enough to to lie to you. Yeah, literally. It's like, I'm not gonna lie to you because I literally do not care what you think. Yeah. And I mean, I think she just hates him because he, he, I think, if I'm being, like, if I would analyze it, she has watched him put in low effort and watch how many, what, 15 kids, 30 kids pass away yeah. since she's been alive and been able to watch it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you think he's trying his best, that's got to be a hard thing to, like, rationalize together. Yeah. And I honestly, I think she's just a fucking brat. Yeah. Like, she just, like, Cinna makes her happy because Cinna doesn't, argue with her and kind of like placates her yeah but Hamage is like you're being a shithead yeah and she's like <coughs> he's actually calling her out and yeah which she's, she's not never used had, to yeah never no. like her mom hasn't parented her mm-hmm. her dad for, for reasons like yeah yeah but yeah her mom's hasn't parented her her, her dad's, dad's dead. dead like gail's her best friend he's and you know he's he's in love with her so he's not gonna just in spoilers <laughs> It's a children's book. Oh my god. Spoilies. But yeah, I think because like Hamish is the only one who calls her out on her shit. And I think they're also very alike, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. They just seem very similar to I me. mean, yeah. What I feel you? like that she would turn out like him. Mm-hmm. Very easily. If things had gone differently in book two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. You spoiled it. Okay. Which, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you've never, like, heard shit about Hunger Games, please, for the love of God, let me know how that has happened. Yeah. Like, not seen a movie, not heard anything about the books. I like, mean, we I read this book in a class. Yeah. In seventh grade. 
So. Well, I never read the books I was supposed to read. One time when no. <laughs> no, I won't. But that was a good book. That, yeah. Um, which reminds me, I thought of a bonus episode we could do. Um, have you do you have you heard of the book Running Out of Time? Mm, no. Okay, I'm gonna do a quick two minute pitch to sell it to you so we can do a um a bonus episode on it. In the middle of our podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do you want me to click and we can edit no, this out? No, it's fine. Okay, so it's like a live interactive eighteen hundreds um museum. But the people in the, like, museum don't know they're in it. Oh, shit. I know about this one. Yeah. And, and so, like, all the adults made the decision to come into this world. And the children fucking And the didn't. children don't know anything. Yeah. And then, like, all they start getting, like, measles or something easy that we can prevent. Easy, easy fucking peasy. Yeah, yeah. Get your fucking vaccines. Yeah. And, the like, this mom tells this little girl, we're in a museum. <laughs> get out and go get the medicine and then like kind of it shows her the way out and it's like 1970 <laughs> she's been raised in like 1860 oh my god and she like experiences seeing a smiley face for the first time as yeah. a teenager i read it when i was really little but it's like truman show-esque yeah kind of shit yeah um so that's my two minute pitch on that i think that would be fun yeah especially because it feels so like meta compared to the hunger games right <laughs> yeah. now too all right um where was I? Peta and Ham- okay, so if I okay, as Hamish eats a shit ton of food, he's like, okay, I can either coach you together or separate. And Peta's like, he's like, decide now. Um, and Peta's like, well, I've seen your skills, and she's like, yeah, I've seen yours too. And they're like, together, I guess. Like, and Hamish is like, what skills do you have? And Katniss is like, well, I can hunt. And she's like, he's like, are you good? And she's like, hmm, I'm all right. And Peta's like. Me, ma'am you're awesome at it you every single time my dad buys one of your squirrels you hit it right in the eye you're a really good hunter she's like this makes her suspicious she's yeah. on edge why is he doing that <laughs> and he's like don't underrate underrate yourself he's he really needs to know what we're capable of yeah and this sets her off again because she's a fucking brat yeah she's like well you can lift heavy objects and wrestle Peter's like okay and how is that gonna help me yeah how is um wrestling going to out outperform literally being able to shoot the size of an arrow yeah that's moving literally even uh, if they have a knife of the time, yeah if you get into a hand-in-hand combat situation i guess that's good but like unless you have a weapon nearby like a rock or a knife on hand yeah you and usually so you, don't win if you those. faced anybody ranged mm-hmm you're fucked. Yes. And then if anybody has a mid-range weapon, like a spear or something, you're fucked. You're fucked. Basically, you're fucked. <laughs> and if you're in close combat and they have a knife, you're fucked. You're fucked. And people... It's really hard to strangle somebody. All, like, the serial... Oh, it's, it's, it's hard to kill someone with your bare hands. Yeah, so skip a minute if you don't want to hear it. But all the serial killer stories, when it's, like, one of their first kills and there's they're somebody who strangles, they're like... It was so hard. Yeah. I didn't even know. And it's like, yeah, you fucking dipshit. Yeah. Like, Unless you like correctly strangle someone, like you know what you're doing. It takes a while. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so it gets like worse and worse. They're like escalating in this argument, and Pete is eventually like, "Nah, I'll be dead, and you'll be fine." You know what my mother said when she came through to say bye to me? She said, "Maybe District 12 finally has a winner. She's a survivor. That one." Katniss is like, like before the she's Damn. a survivor. Katniss is like, well, yeah, maybe she means you because Katniss now feels bad that she's, she's hurt somebody's fucking feeling. She's not gonna give up. <laughs> and I'm Pete sorry, is like, we're gonna get copyrighted. Pete is like, no, she said she's a survivor. That one. Katniss is like, and she like pulls up short. She's like, fuck. She's like, she remembers the bread and she goes, only because somebody helped me. I'm sorry, Katniss, you, you don't get to play the game. No, Either yeah. you're a bitch or you're nice or you're somewhere in the middle and you're not any of those. You're just a, a brat. Yeah. And this this upsets like PETA and he tells Hamish that Katniss has no idea the, the effect she can have on people. Yeah. This pisses her off once again because she's a brat. Again, yeah. she is 16, so like I get it. But like, All 16-year-olds are brat. If you're listening to this right now and you're 16, you're a 
fucking brat. You probably are, and you should probably say you're sorry to your parent parental role. <laughs> okay, I was kidding. But. Well, I'm not, because in the first episode of Catching Fire, you're all going to hear how we made my mom cry when she took us to oh, see the yeah, movie. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. But like I said, this pisses her off. She's like, people don't, like, she's thinking there, and she's like, people don't help me. I'm a really good trader. I'm a really hard to trade with. And then she's like, shit, am I? Do people give me easy trades? Are they? Do they feel sorry? She's like, do people? Do people pity me? And then she's mad because she's a brat. Yeah. I feel neutral about Katniss. Neutral about Katniss? <laughs> How do you feel about Katniss? Just, she's just so whiny. Uh, Hamish doesn't, he just, like, doesn't care. He just, like, lets this happen, and then he's, like, he just continues, and he's, like, we just need to focus on how to survive. Like, you guys also, like, when you're in the, like, training area, you need to be by each other every minute. Look like you're part of a group. Like, you two are hanging out, vibing. Focus on things you need for survival, like getting food, how to build a fire, and don't show what, um... Fighting skills you have. Yeah, don't show your main skill. Katniss, don't shoot. Peta, don't throw heavy objects. (laughs) That kind of stuff. Cool skill. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's just... She fumes and fusses for a first hour because he clearly hates her. And is he demeaning her? He's demeaning her. Why does Peta hate her? If y'all can see my facial (laughs) expressions right now, it drives me bonkers. Um... It's good for the book, totally, though, but, like, I'm reading it. And they go to the trainings room, which is, like, way below the building. Katniss takes a look around, and she can see that everyone from the outer districts looks, like, emaciated, starving, except for her and Peeta, which she attributes to the fact that she hunts and the fact that Peeta's from the... Merchant. Yeah, and he bakes bread, so he's strong. You know I do how agree bread with that has plot so line. much protein. Yeah, but I mean, I do agree with the fact that if he works in a bakery, he would be strong. Yeah, it's not as kind of silly as the next plot line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she can also see that the career tributes, which are from one, two, and four, are fucking huge as shit. Yeah, which is interesting because during this point, she doesn't mention Thresh, um, who is also huge, and we'll talk about him in a moment. Um, they start by, like, tying knots, and the guy at the knot tying, um, I guess, like... Exhibit. Yeah, thing section. He's, like, so excited to see them, but, like, when he can see that Katniss has a little bit of, like, history tying knots, I suppose, he's like, oh my god, and he shows her all these complicated knots. You've played with a rope before? He's so excited. And then they go to camouflage, which Peta is surprisingly good at, because he does the cakes in the bakery, which I think sounds really dumb. Yeah. Um, and I used to make fun of it a lot, but like now that I'm like an adult and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, some people are just naturally artistic. Yeah. And if that's the medium he learned to like grow with, yeah, that makes a little bit more sense than I do cakes in the bakery. Yeah. He does hyper realistic yeah. tree cakes. He could like it could be like some serious fucking art. It's Peter, the cake boss. Literally, that's all I think is like you know him doing like a happy birthday, Michael, on the thing, and I'm like, that's not cake art. Yeah, no, he writes that on his arm to yeah. camouflage. True, happy birthday, Peter, <laughs> or not, Peter? No. Somebody else is here. Oh shit, <laughs> not Peter, a rock. <laughs> But he could just be, like, a naturally artistic person. You so. can't say that, Blue. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, that's how I've started. Like, instead of the, I do cakes pretty good. Yeah. It's the, I'm a naturally artistic person who's grown through this medium. Yeah. You good? You're yawning. So for the next three days, they do all kinds of things. Um, she learns that Pete is really good at hand-to-hand combat. She learns that she's really good at knowing which edible plants are which, which is vitally fucking important. Mm-hmm. Then, eventually, the game makers are watching them. They are, well, actually, not eventually. They came in the first day, but Katniss only talks about them later. Yeah. They watch them. Kitty sneeze. Our kitties have a cold right now, our boy cats, so the sneezing is them in the background. They're okay. They just have colds. Poor babies. Poor babitos. Um... They, these game makers consult with the trainers at lunch, but... Okay, Blue, this is the second time that you've definitely said gay makers. Game makers. Game makers. Okay, we've discussed some words that I say interestingly recently, such as, like, anything with the M-E-N, men, at the end. Yeah. Um, She says it like a last name. I don't know how else I would say it. Flagman? 
But it's plural. It's flagman. Flagman. That's how you... Yeah, flagman. There, no, there's more of a breakup. Flagman. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. And I say museum weird also, yeah. but remember you're not allowed to make fun of me or I'll cry. Policeman. Policeman. Yeah, see, you don't put any gap there. <laughs> Why is there a gap? It's one word. Yeah, but it's like policeman. Okay, game makers. Okay. I don't like the gap. Anyways, anyways. No, no, it's not the gap in game makers. You are saying gay makers. Since my husband doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Okay, so the tributes end up eating together, and her and Peta have a really hard time, like, pretending to be friends. And, you know, Peter's just, he's good. So he just, like, talks and he tells her about all these fucking bread types from the different district, you know, things he knows about. He's like, and from District 4, they do this in their bread. And she's like, fucking kill me. <laughs> um, How does he know about the different breads? I don't know. Maybe he got a fucking math or bread lesson in class one day. I don't know. Bread degree. Oh, he's been talking to other people about bread. He's been breading it up. Hey, I know we don't know each other. What kind of bread you got? What kind of bread does your district No homo, like? but what kind of bread do you guys have? Yeah, no homo, but, like, tell me about your bread. The careers are like, this is the weirdest strategy I've ever heard. <laughs> um, on the second day, Peta, like, lets her know that they have a shadow. It's a little girl. Her name is Rue. And Rue is another flower, which, like, Prim's name is also a flower. Mm-hmm. And Katniss can't help but make this connection. Yeah. And I wrote... Note, Rue is explicitly described as having dark, bright eyes, satiny brown skin, and she stands tilted up on her toes because she is only 12 years old. So I wrote that because one of the biggest, like, I guess, issues I found surrounding the book and the movies was that Rue and Thresh, also from her district, are black people. Anyways. And that's an issue? Because people are racists. Oh, okay. Not not something that... No, not something Suzanne Collins did or, like, anybody else. It was just... People are racist. People being and, racist. Yeah. When it, she's explicitly described as a black person. Yeah. One day after dinner, Katniss just, like, requests to Peter, like, after their personal dinner, she's like, can we just, like, not be friends? Like, pretend to be friends while everyone's around and Kat... And Peter just goes, that's what you want. Yeah. He's, he's, he's so kind. He's like, all right. Yeah. I guess. On the third day, they have their private sessions with the game makers, and she's the last one to go, and she kind of, like, hopes that Peta did well, because if she dies, she would rather him be the one who wins. Mm. The game makers, she's the last one. There's 24 of them. She's the last one, and they're fucking tired, and um, they're not focusing. What are you doing? You're freaking me out. Just nodding. Okay. Just listening. Active listening, baby. Okay, thanks, beautiful. Um, She's not focusing. She picks her new bow up, and she's like, oh, this is different than the one I use, and she tries to hit it, and it and it misses, and the game makers are like, we're done. We don't need to see anything else, and they're just, like, fucking around. Somebody orders a pig. She practices a bunch on, like, some of the other targets, and nobody cares. She, you know, she hits some bullseyes. She's really good. She knocks a sandbag down. She's like, really fucking going for it. Nobody cares. And she gets so fucking mad. She shoots an arrow at the apple in the pig's mouth that just got ordered. She gives she gives a bow and she says, thank you for your consideration. And she she's leaves. she's a brat. Because she's a fucking brat while they're all in shock. Which they did really well portraying in the movie. I love how understanding we're being for Hamish and... <laughs> I can be understanding for Katniss, yeah. but she's 16 and they're brats. <laughs> Say sorry to your mom. Just putting that out there. Or your dad or your other parental units. Your gamma, your your G-paw. I don't know any other terms. Aunt, uncle, whoever raised you. Say sorry. You were brat when you were 13 to 16. <laughs> Chapter 8. Um, she's like worried they're gonna kill her. <laughs> so it takes a real staunch turn between I've done this action, I'm fine with this action, and oh my god, they're gonna kill my sister and my run, mother. Run, 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 run. <laughs> so she just goes to her room and cries her eyes out. You know, people are like trying to come in and she's like not letting anyone in. But eventually, like, no guards come to take her away to kill her, and so she's like calming down. And she starts to freak out. She's like, I'm going to get a low score. Like, the score's between 1 and 12. I'm going to get a 1, and nobody's going to sponsor me. The higher your score, the more likely you're going to get yeah. sponsored. And it also works well for the betting. Betting, not betting. Then at dinner, Peta is worried um, about her, clearly. But he doesn't say too much. 
All he says is that, like, it was clear the game makers were bored by the time he came in. Game makers. I didn't. You did? Hey, what are it, listeners? Um, let me know what your thoughts are if I said game makers or game makers. You just said game makers twice. I'm saying game makers. Now you said game, game makers. No, you just said game makers. <laughs> Literally pissing me off. Um... Haymitch asks her and calls her sweetheart, which pisses her off so much that she tells them exactly what happened. And the elves are like, hmm, you did a lot. And they like, they're like, can you tell me more? And she's like, oh, I think I'm going to die. And Haymitch is like, you know, it is what it is. It's too late in the games to like choose another contestant from your district anyways. So they probably won't arrest you or do anything to your family. But Effie in her own little way gets mad because she's like, it is their job to do that. It is their job to watch you. Just because you're from District 12 doesn't mean they can't pay attention. Which is sweet from her perspective, you know. She, you know, they all then talk and she's like, oh, they kind of make me feel better. It's like, yeah, duh, dipshit. Talking to people usually tends to help. Yeah, dumbo mode. Um, they start announcing numbers like the television people. Mm-hmm. Rue, little Rue, got a seven, which is like amazing for her. Yeah. Peta ends up with an eight, and Katniss pulls an eleven, which everyone's crazy happy about. So Peta got one over a twelve-year-old. Yeah, a twelve-year-old girl. What did he do? Like he threw some shit. Like he didn't do shit. He he painted not <laughs> Peta a mannequin. Well, that's what he does next round. Or next year. Do you remember what he does? No. I'm going to click and tell you. The next day is a Sunday, which triggers her into thinking about when she first met Gail in the woods. And the Lord. She was an absolutely lousy hunter at that point, and she ran into his snares in the woods. And as she was, like, admiring them, he came out of the woods, and he was like, you know, stealing is punishable by death. She's like, we're literally both out here in the fucking woods. We're both stealing. We're both doing illegal things. His dad also died in the mine accident that hers did. And by the time they met again, so a couple years later, he was already six foot tall and might as well have been an adult from her perspective, which was kind of gross. What are these dumbo mine workers doing dying all the time? Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. They quickly become friends. And by quickly, I mean after months. And they share their knowledge. She shows him what plants they can eat. And both their families, like, finally have some food. And he's her only friend. Like, more than that, but not in, like, a romantic way. And it's like, oh, you keep mentioning the romantic aspect. Yeah. And Effie... They're gals that are pals. True. Effie pulls her out of the trance because it's breakfast time. They have to get ready for their television interviews. Um, But this morning at breakfast, nobody's talking because apparently PETA has asked to be coached separately. And that pisses her off again. And before we hop into Chapter 9, I want to have a quick intermission. Um... Thanks for listening this far in, everybody. Please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple. Um, We had somebody leave us a review on Apple, and then it just appeared, and it made me really sad. But we want to hit 25 by the end of the year, and for Spotify, it's, like, super easy. Literally, it's right under, like, the description of the podcast. You just press five stars, and you press submit. Yeah. Please do that. It's not even a little pop-up to write something. It's not an option to write something. You just press five stars. I mean, you can press whatever you want, but press five stars but, or zero yeah, press stars. Press five stars. What, what did we say? What did we say? Five Ab- or zero. Yeah. Five or zero. So that's my intermission. That was stinky sneezing. And we're going to hop into chapter nine. Okay. I just wanted to put that in there. Okay. Okay. She's not really... Ju- <laughs> <laughs> we got some sneezes going on I in this household. I feel so bad they got colds. My Oh, is he going to do it again? You got it, Stink? You got it? He actually looks like he's just a, a tuxedo cat. You can look on our TikTok to see who he is. Yeah. But he like looks like he's like a little kid about to sneeze. He's like, uh, uh, and then he's like, oh, it wasn't going to happen. Okay. Uh. Uh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> he's also blowing snot. He's like, uh. yeah. Okay. Chapter nine. She is not dejected by this because like they are trying to kill each other. Yeah. But, you know, of course it does piss her off a little bit. Hamish says they will have four hours with him and four hours with Effie, which like, oh my God, that is so much time to be alone with somebody and have like a discussion. Like if I had a four hour long meeting, honestly, I think I would quit. I gotta walk out. I'm sorry. I have an hour and a half long meeting every Thursday and it, or every Wednesday and it's the bane of my existence. (laughs) Um, 
uh, Katniss gets to start with Effie, and she's like, what the hell is Effie going to teach me? But boy, does Effie show her some stuff. Yeah. Effie teaches her how to behave properly, how to wear high-heeled shoes, how to, like, walk in the shoes, how to wear a skirt. She, like, hikes it up, and, she, and Effie's like, oh, my lord, no! So she does that for, like, four hours, and she's, like, pissed by the end of it. Yeah. Then she meets with Haymitch, who has no idea how to present her. She, and he's like, how's PETA going? And he's like, like PETA. PETA is going for likable. Like, yeah. he's a likable person, whereas you're, like, a little bit more hostile. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. And she's like, nah. And she's like, you know, hostile the actual whole time. Shot at the <laughs> yeah. game makers. And she's hostile the whole time. They, like, really end up not getting anywhere. And she's mad about the games. She's like, all they're doing is betting on how they're going to kill me. And she's just like, I'm just mad. And, like, Hamish is mad at her. They're just, like, they're very alike. They're just really butting heads. Yeah. And he ends up calling her, telling her she has the personality of a dead slug. Which, like, they both kind of realize is, like, too far. Which I think is kind of goofy. Because, like, it feels, like, very toddlerish to be yeah. like, well, you have the personality of a dead slug. Yeah. It feels Harry Potter, too, you know, to say dead slug, but... It sounds British. It sounds Br- you have the personality of a dead slug. Okay. That was my British accent. That was an accent. <laughs> at the end of the, s- at the session, they haven't even made a decision, and she still has to, like... Go on TV go now? And, yeah. But she's so pissed, she just, like, fucks her room up. <laughs> she just goes full rage mode, like, just throws shit everywhere, which, like, is giving, like... ADD, ADHD, needing some anger management issues to me. Not that those, like, go in hand, but that's just, like, the vibe I'm feeling. I were just a traumatized child. That, too. <laughs> oh, she's doing it. She's chugging. She gonna go slurp. So thirsty. Please cut that out. Nope. Please. Mm-mm. Rat bastard. She, yeah, she fucks this room up. Shit's, like, shit is everywhere. And the Avox girl comes in and she's like... She doesn't say anything. Bruh. She's just mouth open. She's like, really? Katniss, she says, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> I was about to do it with like, Ooh. oh no, you have to cut that out. <laughs> no tongue. Bruh. Me. <laughs> okay. Um, and Katniss is mad at her too because she's no, she's just calling her a coward. But not everybody's as mean as Katniss thinks. No, because she's just saying bruh, dog. <laughs> The girl just, like, closes the door behind her. She goes in the bathroom and gets a wet cloth. She cleans up Katniss's face and her hands. She's got blood and she cut her hand a little bit. And she just, like, Katniss takes this time to go, I should have tried to save you. So dangerous, honestly. Like, why would you even play that game? Yeah. Like, your family is on the line. Yeah. And you know for sure they're bugged up. But the girl just shakes her head. No, she, like... She's like, no, and then points to her chest and then her tongue. And she's like, like to Katniss and then her tongue. She's like, you would have ended up in Avox too. Mm. And they clean up and then she leaves. And Katniss has the absolute gall. Again, she's 16. To wish that that girl, the Avox, tucked her in and slept with her in the bed to protect her. After she. Yeah, that bitch don't owe you anything. After how kind she was to her after this temper tantrum. And, like, forgiving her for this. Like, I mean, I get it, but I I don't. Her prep team wakes her up, works on her until late afternoon, where Cinna brings in the dress. Why didn't Cinna do the personality uh, stuff? Yeah. Well, he does, because she's very excited to see it. Her skin has, like, bedazzled jewels on it. It's got, like, fire printing. Her nails are done. Um, Her dress is covered in reflexive gems. They're red, yellow, blue. She looks like a fire. Anything she does kind of looks like a fire. I can't really picture this, and the dress they do in the movie doesn't really picture what this looks like. She's a fire hydrant? No. Okay. Um, She's wearing like a crappy party city (laughs) Halloween (laughs) fire fire hydrant costume. Yeah, that's exactly it. Thanks, Justin. Now I finally feel like I can imagine it. She confides in Cinna that she's worried about her and Hamish fighting, and she's like, I don't even know what to do. And he's like, You just need to be yourself. You're not aggressive with me. Pretend you're talking to me. And she's like, not Hamish. You're aggressive with Hamish. <laughs> like, just for, like the prep team really adores you. And like, they like you because you're yourself. And I'm like, they like her because she pictures, pictures them as little birds. Like mm-hmm. they're not real people to her. Little birds. 
Then it's time to go, and she's the second to last to go as they go into strict yeah. order. Do you think birds in this universe are actually government drones? Yeah, they were. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Uh-huh. The birds work for capital, for the capital and presidents now. Caesar the Flickerman. Bu- bourgeoisie. What? They would be the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Caesar Flickerman is the guy who's just, like, hosted this for the last 40 years. And, like, that's pretty long time retire yeah (laughs) and katniss reflects she's like there will be no blackouts in the district tonight because everybody's gonna see this shit and caesar's kind of scary because he doesn't look his age but like in an aggressive like lots of plastic surgery kind of view Mm -hmm. um and his hair is like crazy blue his suit is midnight blue with electric bulbs his eyes and his lips are also blue and his face is like pale fucking white it's like uh, have you seen uh the weekend's like new musical stuff or mm-hmm. musicals <laughs> uh no. his music videos and stuff where he uh his new album he did like this crazy mask of google it google it oh I'll uh, later of um no, uh what is it bro finish your damn stuff. plastic surgery oh okay um no google's not popping anything up right now Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, is it like that? It's kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. Google uh, The Weeknd Plastic Surgery New Album. Yeah. But Caesar's really good at making the contestants look absolutely great. Like, yeah. he is fantastic. Then, you know, it starts to go. The girl from Five, there's a boy with a club foot. Ruin Thresh go, and she also remarks that Thresh is gigantic. He must be 6'6". He's got the same beautiful dark skin as Rue. He's built like an ox, and he's the type that can pull off the hostile vibe, which he very much so does. But she also remembers from training that he actually ignored the career's invitation to join their pack. Which joining the pack would mean like certain like living for a long time. Get into the final five. Yeah, but then, you know, he it would also betray his district. And he would be the first one in that group to be betrayed. Although he's bigger than all of them. Yeah. He's big. Um, but still, then you have them all around you. Yeah. Where they could kill you in any second. 100%. No, I agree with you. I mean, it was a smart move no matter what. Yeah. Um, finally, it's her turn, and she's scared and nervous, and Caesar, I almost said Cesar, asks what impresses her most about the capital. She's, like, petrified, and she's like, uh, lamb stew. <laughs> and he's like, ha, 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 lamb stew, the one with the plums? And, you know, she relaxes, spins, she jokes, and even talks about the game makers, or to the game makers. And eventually he's like, tell us about Prim, and she's like, I'm gonna try really hard. To, like, win for her. Um, but then it's Peta's turn. They only have three minutes on stage. Yeah. And, you know, they talk and they joke. Peta's just as good at th- at this as Caesar is. Yeah. And Caesar, is, towards the end, he's like, do you have a girlfriend back home? And Peta's like, oh, no. And Caesar's like, well, good. Then you'll win and you'll go back home and you'll get any girl you want. And Peta's like, it won't matter. And Caesar's like, why? And he's like, because she came there with me. Bum, 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 bum. Part two, the games. Yeah. We're going to go into the next chapter. I think we can finish the... I think we're good. <laughs> you're you're done? I, I think we're good. No. We're going to um, keep going. What was oh. I going to say? I thought you were it's really like, going to be like, we're done. And I was like... It's like the um, first episode of um, American Idol after the auditions where they're just like, okay, sing, 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 go, go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's just getting through people. Yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Until they get to the finals. Chapter 10. Oh, fuck. He means her. Katniss <laughs> takes her a second. He's like, oh, me? More? And Caesar's like, well, that fucking sucks, doesn't it? Like, who could blame you? And he's like, good luck. Our hearts are with you. And PETA has completely, like, wiped the rest of the tributes off the map. There's no way anybody's talking about anything but the ca- the kids yeah. from District 12. She's pissed. She gets in a car without PETA. She goes back to- Girl can't think of a bigger picture. No. At all. PETA has been thinking of bigger picture day one. Yeah. He, he just made it so they could get out the game together. Or at the very least, they can each have sponsors, if not focus on Katniss or PETA. One of them is yeah. getting out of there alive. Yeah. Dipshit. Okay. 
when she sees Peta, she just fucking slams him in the chest and he falls into a vase, which cut his hands up, cuts his hand open the day before the games. And she's like so mad about him or to him. And the actual adults show up and she blames Hamish. And Peta's like, no, it was my idea. She's mad. She's like, you're making me look like a fool. And Hamish is like, you are a fool. Yeah. He made you look desirable. Nobody in that room wanted anything to do with you until PETA made you look good. Yeah. All they can, all they know, all the capital knows about her. She got an 11 and she's a ditz on the stage. Yeah. And she likes soup. Yeah. So he's like, everyone's going to talk about the Starcrest lovers from District 12. She's like, we're not. And Hamish is like, who cares? Yeah. It's a show and it will get you sponsors. Yeah. Big picture. Big picture, Katniss. Yeah. It's like it's it's like how some people go on reality shows not knowing how reality shows work. Yeah, it's like are you fucking dumb? It's like how'd you get this far in the process and not realize they're gonna like lie about you and make shit mm-hmm. up and I mean at the very least anything that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. She didn't know what she was getting into, but she can't think of it at all. Yeah. So she finally gets it and feels bad. She's like, I should have been told. And Peta is like, you're only worried about your boyfriend back home. She's like, he's not. Mm-hmm. And Peta's like, well, at least he's smart enough to know bluff when he sees it. He was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, her mood shifts and she now realizes she's the asshole after pushing Peta and cutting his hands. She apologizes. And, you know, at, like they start to eat, but Peter has to end up going to the doctor to get his hands hand fixed because tomorrow they're going to be in the arena. Yeah. She then says her goodbyes. They then say their goodbyes to everyone. And Effie takes them by the hand. She has tears in her eyes. She's like, wish you good luck. You're the best tributes ever. And then in her lovely Effie trinket fashion, she goes, maybe next year I'll be promoted to a decent district. <laughs> Such a dipshit. Hamish gives them final advice. When the gong sounds, run. Don't even pretend to go into the, like, they call it the bloodbath. Yeah. Um, Because in the cornucopia, it's like a big circle with the cornucopia in the middle. And coming outwards from the cornucopia is like smaller, not huge ticket items. But in the cornucopia, it's like spears, swords, the bow and arrow, you know, all kinds of good shit. He's like, run away, find water, stay alive. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, if you out-survive, you can ha- out-survive half the pe- yeah. contestants at least. You'd be surprised about how accurate you are with that number. Yeah. <laughs> they then go to sleep or try to, and Katniss can't sleep, and all she can... Bless you, baby. We got sneezes. Sneeze boy. All she can think about is what the arena will look like. Who's mm-hmm. going to be there? What's going to be like? Is she going to have water? Is it going to look like her hump? Blah, 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 blah. She's anxiety riddled. She goes up to the roof. Pete is already up there. And he's feeling very dejected. Because there's, you know, a party in the Capitol. And he's like, it's for us. And he wonders if she's thinking about her family. She feels mm, kind of guilty that nope. she's not. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no. Which... I don't know if I would be either. I would kind of probably be in planning mode at that point. I mean, you're looking a gun in the face. Yeah, like. it's not like... Um, Peter then gets very pessimistic because he knows he's not a contender in the games. And he he's like, all I want to do is die as myself. I don't want them to change me. And he's like, I'm sure I'll kill when I'm needed, when it's needed. Like, I'm mm. not going to like just, you know, go Roll down. Over, yeah. yeah. He's like, but I want to be more than a piece in her game in their games and Katniss is like who cares about that like that doesn't make any sense and he's like getting mad at her honestly and he kind of uses some of like Hamish's signature language which pisses her off and he's like just give my he's he's used the little training he has gotten what an asshole literally and uh he's like at least give my mother my best when you're back because she won't like Oh, and he's she is like, well, I'm not planning for a death in the arena. Like, I won't plan for this noble death you're imagining. Like, I'm going to yeah. die in District 12. And she's mad at him for this. She goes back to bed and hopes he becomes a monster in the arena. 
Um, apparently there was a game where one of the boys was just an absolute sicko. Like he ended up becoming a cannibal. He would kill somebody and like the capital comes pretty quickly afterwards to take the body. They don't like sit there, but they would have to taser this boy off of his victims when they tried to grab it. Yeah. They don't see each other in the morning. Honestly. He probably was. Honestly, in a survival situation where people are like, if I was in the Hunger Games and I haven't eaten in days. Just don't eat the brain because that's how you get, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a pretty serious bacterial infection, which makes you go crazy. Yeah. Just stick to the arms and legs. The butt, actually. The butt? Butt and thighs. Well, I would consider the butt part of the legs. I would not. If you're like, um... There's a reason we called the butt and not the legs. All right. Um, this was... <laughs> I'm Katniss now, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't see each other in the morning. And she heads to the hovercraft. Um, she gets a tracker in her arm, which hurts. They end up eating breakfast, which she just, like, gorges on. And then she's finally in the launch room. Bad idea. Yeah, but, you know, you gotta... Yeah. The she's like just sitting there like thinking because apparently the arenas become historical sites after the games mm. where residents of the capital can go for vacations and reenactments, which Fun. was not a bit of the book I remembered. She's even given the little outfit, um, simple pants, light green blouse, a sturdy belt and a thin jacket, just like a windbreaker. Mm-hmm. Sin is there and he notes that the jacket material most likely means that there are going to be very cold nights because it's like a heavy duty jacket. Mm-hmm. He gives her the Mockingjay pin that she completely fucking forgot about. She actually <laughs> left it on the train. Whoops. Um, and they sit down and wait anxiously. And Senna just like holds her hand and they just don't even talk. And then it's time. And he goes, if I can't, I can't bet. But if I would, I would bet on you. And she's like, really? And he's like, I really would. I think, I think they should go by Lex prison rules. Whatever fits up there, you can take in with you. Yeah. <laughs> That would be nice. <laughs> but they uh, they get into this, like, small cylinder, which rises up. Um, and she can feel the air, smell pine, and she's shocked by the amount of light. And then the announcer, who is Claudius Templesmith, booms. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, let the 74th Hunger Games begin. That's a fun name. Claudius Templesmith. I mm-hmm. think so, too. But I think we're at 59. Do you want to keep going a little bit? Nah, One more chapter? No, we're, we're probably good. Okay. Well, then that was chapter six through ten. What did you think? Chapters, baby. Um, Come on. There were definitely um, chapters and things happened. You suck. I uh, hate you. But it's like, I don't know. It's hard to scope if she's a fucking asshole or. Or just a kid. Yeah. In a traumatic situation. Yeah, I know. But I just think... I mean, I get the writing. I, th- I think the writing's great. Yeah. I just think it's funny that she can't, like... Th- like, she is written to be kind of a ditz. Yeah, she can't separate any of this. She she can't see a big picture at all. Yeah. Which is, like, distressing because I, I love a good, strong female character, but it's, like, she can be strong and smart. She doesn't have to be dumb and just strong, you know? Like, yeah. Which is understandable because, like... What child is like, oh, big picture. Yeah, very true. Like, because yeah. this book was written for the same kind of age Twilight was. Yeah. Um, like 13, 9 to 13-ish, you know. That's just when you start thinking in the abstract. Mm-hmm. Also, one of our cats is playing with her tail in the she background. She's going apeshit, baby. She kind of, she's fat like a chicken nugget, but. All right, any comments or last minute things you want to say before we hop off? I don't think so. All right, well, I'll just say, you know, follow us. We're on the TikTok. We Reading got Help so Hostage. many cat videos cat on there. Cat videos. We'd really appreciate you leaving us a review. And if you, like, let us know that you've left us one and let us know if you want us to say your name, we'll read whatever you say, mostly. Yeah. Depending on if I want to read your verbatim text. Don't be gross, is what I'm saying. Yeah, if you leave a comment, we might read it. Yeah. If it's not... If it's you not think, gross. If you think it fits into the podcast, we'll probably read it. Yeah. Um, we're also on the YouTubes. Subscribe, leave us comments, Ring like our videos. Ring that freaking bell. We're thinking eventually we'll put some video picture, video, videos up there. The videos. Yeah. Of us doing either like special things or even just the podcast at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't forget the Spotify stuff. Super easy. Um, 
Yeah. Just hit those five stars. Yeah. Or zero. Who knows? Those are the only two options. Those are the two options. Anything else? No. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue, and I love to read. And my name's Justin. I don't like to read, really. What? Yeah. Well, we'll see you next week with the same exact book. Same exact chapters, too. We're just doing it again. <laughs> just again and again and again. Good luck, everybody. <laughs>